Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. And the people of God said, Amen. On your way down, tell somebody dropped, damaged, deformed, but I still have a destiny. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Dropped, damaged, and deformed, but I still have a destiny. Again, packaged within the text is something very powerful, and again, it merits our undivided attention in a moment such as this. As we have gathered and assembled on this Sunday morning to celebrate all that God has done, it's a uniquely and profound uh, opportunity for us to understand the collective genius that is gathered in this room collective genius that has uh, pushed beyond the perils and the parameters and the borders and the boundaries of everything that life tried to build for you. If uh, people really understood your story, uh, a lot of times we, we do such a great job at, at masking who we are. But we really don't let people into the depths and the core of who we are. As a matter of fact, some of you are afraid that people sitting next to you today might really discover yeah, some of the, the damage that's been done to you as a result of the drops in life. Some of you have learned to live according to the drop. You live according to the issues, according to everything that has happened to you. As a matter of fact, you live in a space of perversion and you haven't even discovered how perverted that space really is. You've learned to live life looking backwards. You know we were never designed to live, to look at life in reverse. As a matter of fact, it's evil because to live backwards is E-V-I-L. It is the most evil thing that you'll ever do. I know some of you have learned to pat yourselves on the back because you've overcome your porn addiction. I know that some of you have learned to, to celebrate yourselves because you've overcome your salacious appetite. Um, the things that have been sagaciously penetrating and, and intellectually profound to you that have pushed you back into your idiosyncratic tendencies are the things that you identify with most. You've learned to uh, simply uh, covenant with the things that have happened to you. So all you do is live looking at your drops. Anybody in here, you don't have to raise your hand. We're not here to embarrass you. We're just here to query you and question you, to have you take an introspective look at yourself, to discover the places that are private to you, the places that you pray that the person sitting next to you never discovers about you. But yet you dwell there. You live there. You live in the place, uh, blaming tomorrow on what took place yesterday. If I had just never been dropped, 
You know, um, it's, it's easy to fixate and focus on the failures of others and miss that they were just really doing the best that they could with what they had. Uh, I just gave you a shouting point to get people off the hook today. They were just doing the best that they could with what they had. Tell somebody they were doing their best. And sometimes when people are doing their best, they break us. And sometimes when they are doing everything within their capacity to care for us, uh, the, the circumstance exceeds their capacity and they end up injuring us and leaving us with evidence of the things that we've endured and the things that we've been through. Some of you are, 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 are not only justified in your doing because of what you've been through, but you feel you're justified in how you do because you excuse it on what others have done to you. Uh, you you've heard it before, hurt people hurt people. And some, some of the, the wickedest of people are people who have been through some of, uh, 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 of the most hellacious experiences in life. And that becomes the reflection of who you are. Uh, just somebody that's dropped. As a matter of fact, you, you sit and you focus and you fixate on your feet. Some of us have the audacity to live at the cross section in the intersection of our lives, the crossroads that we, 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 we are daily trying to defeat and overcome. We're just sitting there dealing with what has been, dealing with what has happened, dealing with what has transpired. So connected to yesterday that it's hard to let go of the grip of the thing that has a hold of us, the thing that daily reminds us of the things that we've endured and the things that we've been through. Because man, certainly uh, I've got an excuse. Uh, many of us, again, that's how we do life, just based upon the excuses that we've gathered, the, the reasons become our whys. And that's how we live life. We live life out of that broken place. Uh, but I really want to show you today that sometimes it's the blemishes and the brokenness of life that really gives us reasons to bless God. Uh, some of you have not learned and discovered how to dance over your difficulty. Oh yeah, we know how to praise God when we have a a less than problematic week. I mean, you can't beat us coming in here, you know, lifting our hands, shouting and celebrating because things went well this week. Uh, but, but how do you bless God when your feet are broken? How do you move when the thing that gives you your momentum has been taken away from you? I mean, you know, come on preacher, I've got a reason to be where I am right now. You know, uh, I've factored in my feet and my feet gives me a logical reason and explanation for me being where I am. If, if, if it's not you, you know somebody sitting around you that carries that mindset. They're, they're, they, they're, they're just in a miserable, messy place because all they can remember is the stuff that they've been through, the things that they've endured, the things that have hindered and hampered them. But, but God says, and, and the text teaches us, that God does not need your feet to favor you. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so before you get so fixated and fascinated by your feet and your inabilities and the places where you've been incapacitated, I, I think that it's wise for me to pause and tell you to stop paying attention to your feet when favor can still be factored in. Tell somebody favor is still a part of the equation. And some of you are sitting in here today and I feel it. I mean, the lack of enthusiasm, the lack of energy in the room says that you have encountered some things just this week that gives you an excuse to feel like you feel today. But praise God that we do not, we do not come into the presence of God based upon our feelings. We come based upon the facts. And I just come with a little good news today to tell somebody that, that, that your faith is about to override your facts. Can you just prophesy to somebody and tell them your faith is going to override your facts? Praise God that in the midst of damage, in the midst of the difficulties of life, in the midst of the vicissitudes of life finding us, we can still have victory in the midst of moments that seemingly take us out of alignment with God. I, I know that modern church teaches you that there are reasons that God can't bless you and there are reasons that God will not bless you. But the devil is a liar. God's going to do just what God has in mind. And the good news about it is the person sitting next to you has nothing to do with what God is about to do in your life. There, there's no boss, there's no confidant, there's no colleague, there's no counterpart that has anything to do with what God is about to do in your life. I see they didn't get it over here, so let me try over here. There's nobody from your past that's about to preclude the possibilities that God has for your future. Somebody just shout, God still has it on his mind to bless me. Yeah, he still has it on his mind, regardless of the things that I've been injured by, regardless of the things that I've been through. As a matter of fact, the things that I've endured are the things that have earmarked me for the hand of God on my life. Some of you think that it exempted you from God showing up and showing out, but it's because you've been dropped. Somebody ought to just clap your hands and just shout at your neighbor and tell them because you've been dropped. I see y'all still don't know where to shout, so let me give you one more chance. God has a way of outdoing everything that's been done to you. So the greater the drop, the greater the reward, and when God has allowed you to be dropped in life, that's when you learn how, need to learn how to dance the most because it's in the midst of drama and dilemmas that God gets an opportunity to show every demon, every principle, and every power that you were never responsible for what I desired to do in my children's life. And somebody ought to clap your hands and give a good God a good praise because God sent me to tell you that blessings are looking for you right now. 
I see y'all still don't know where to give God the praise, so let me give you one more chance. Just tell somebody, blessings are looking for you right now. That's why some of you are waiting to get home to give God a praise, but if you knew what I knew, you'd be praising God the way that I'm praising because God can bless you despite your dysfunction, despite your deformity, despite the areas that you've been dropped in. You need to give God a praise because God says blessings are still assigned to your life. I, I know some of y'all want to sit up in here and wear the mask today and act like, Bishop, you ain't talking to me. I have not been through anything. As a matter of fact, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And we all know that you saved, sanctified, and full of hell. Amen. Because you have not yet discovered how to come from behind your mask, but there's about 50 people up in this place that are free from the opinions of people, and you could give a flying flip of what somebody sitting next to you thinks about you, but you have discovered that you can bless the Lord at all time, broken feet and all. Tell somebody broken feet and all, and I will still bless the Lord at all time, and his praise will continue. I wish I had some people up in the world overcomers that came to bless the Lord anyhow. Look up and down your row and tell somebody broken feet and I'll still bless them because the devil thought that I would lose my praise. I may have lost my feet and my mobility but I still got my possibilities inside of my praise. Tell somebody your possibilities are in the size of your praise and I need somebody to praise them like you still got possibilities. No, I said I need somebody to open up your mouth and shout like you still got some possibilities. I need you to make every demon and devil a liar. And I need you to give God the best praise that you can. Because my praise says that I still got a future. My praise said that in spite of everything that I've been through, I still got a praise. Where the praise was at in the room. <laughs> Please be seated in the presence of God. And so, so praise God, Mephibosheth has to discover that his favor is not because of his feet. His favor is because of his faithfulness. And everybody in here can't shout right there. But I believe that there's about 150 people in my face that can praise God. Because if you ain't been perfect, you at least been faithful. And I tell my church all the time, when you can't be perfect, you can at least be faithful. And I need about 150 faithful people to give God a praise because God sent me to tell you that God's about to do it just because you have been faithful. You need to clap your hands and give God a praise. Maybe you were showing up even when everybody else was sitting somewhere else. You were doing it just because it was the right thing to do. And God sent me to tell you, shout right now. Don't wait for the battle to be over, but I need somebody to give God a proactive praise that says that I could be in Lodabar, but there's still a seat assigned to me at the table. Look at somebody and tell them there's a table in your future. 
please be seated in the presence of God. And so praise be unto God. God assigned blessings to look for him even when he didn't know that blessings were looking for him. Can I make an announcement to world overcomers? You will never have to chase the bag ever again. My grandmama always taught me that whatever you run at runs from you. And God sent me to tell you that you will never chase the bag ever again. Just nudge your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, I'll never chase miracles again. As a matter of fact, miracles, signs, and wonders are about to chase after you. Look at somebody and tell them the bag is chasing after you. Right while you're blessing God, while you're praising God, God has something assigned to your life that's about to hit your life that you're about to be able to time stamp it and say that it happened this day when I was lifting my hands, giving God a praise and world overcomers. Look at somebody and tell them, mark the moment. Baby, God says, mark the moment because you're about to write on your calendar that today is the day that things turn and work together for my good. You better just holler at your neighbor up and down your row and tell them things are working together in your favor. Oh, that ain't for everybody, but that's for 70 of y'all that can give God a shout of praise. Somebody shout, it's working in my favor. Oh, come on, do better than that. Tell somebody it's working in my favor. Please be seated. Give me just a little volume on the stage. Amen. So it was a sign to the one that was lame in his feet. Again, what excluded others, God says it has earmarked you. And because you have been through the worst, now God says get ready for the best. Oh, that ain't for everybody, but somebody needs to shout at your neighbor and tell them get ready for the best. Amen. That was for every broken person that was tempted to give up because of what you've been through. The devil is a liar. I come for some divorced people today. I've come for some people that have been through loss. I've come for some grieving people today. I've come for some people that have been through the storm and the rain, but you're still made it by the grace of God. Tell somebody I'm still here by the grace of God. Y'all ain't come to have no church, but I came to have some church. Tell your neighbor, I'm still here by the grace of God. The devil threw everything at me that he thought that he could throw. But what the enemy meant for evil, God done messed around and worked it together for my good. Somebody that knows that it's working for your good, I need you to clap your hands and give God a praise and shout, it's working for my good. No, do better than that. Open up your mouth and shout, it's working for my good. Come on, on your way down, shout at somebody and tell them it's working for my Yeah, it's working for my good. Please be seated in the presence of God. And, and so here it is. He's tempted to sit there and soak and simply contemplate the things that have tried to compromise him. And so he's sitting in the middle of Lodabar. And the reason that he's sitting there is because he's lamenting yesterday, not understanding that what took place and what transpired in his yesterday set him up for a divine assignment today. And I didn't come for everybody, but I came to talk 
talk to somebody that's been set up. Oh, just prophesy to somebody and tell them God has set you up. Maybe I know that you're tempted to sulk about the last couple years, but the devil is a liar. Anybody in here know that sometimes the thing that you are tempted to sulk about is a supernatural setup by God? And you're going to be glad that you endured. You're going to be glad that you went through it. You're going to be glad that you held on until help showed up. Some of you have to learn how to do it all over again, though. Here's the caveat in the text. The Bible says that David sent somebody to Lodabar to pick up Mephibosheth. Here's the point in the text. In order to get to where God is taking you, you're going to have to trust and try in the last place that somebody failed you. Did you hear what I said? The last time that he had to run a risk, somebody that he trusted dropped him. Anybody in here ever really been dropped before? God sent me to tell you that the key to the next thing is getting over the last thing that happened to you. You're going to have to get over the last person that dropped you because if you're going to get to the king's table, your feet are not going to get you there. Your favor is going to get you there. But your favor is connected to your ability to have the audacity to believe in the next place, in the last place that somebody dropped you. What am I saying? You're going to have to learn how to lift your hands again. Oh, look at somebody and tell them, you're going to have to learn how to lift your hands again. Baby, the last time you lift your hands, somebody dropped you and left you damaged and deformed. But when you can learn how to praise God for the pain, and when you can learn how to dance over the difficulty, when you can learn how to surrender in the midst of your situation, that's when you are a danger and a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Somebody look at your neighbor and tell them, I'm dangerous. The stuff that I've been through should have took my praise. The stuff that I've been through should have took me out. But here I am today still lifting up my hands and still giving God my best praise. Look at somebody and tell them you sit next to somebody that's dangerous. Give me just a little bit in the house. Tell somebody I'm dangerous. Baby, the stuff that I've been through would have had somebody in a rubber room playing with their lips and seeing figures in the corner. But it was the grace of God that kept me. I thought I was in a real church. Nudge your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, it was the grace of God that kept me. No, I said, look up and down your row and tell somebody this praise is because I should have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But I'm still here by the grace of God may not have a million dollars in the bank but I don't need a million dollars to praise him I will bless the Lord just because he still knows my name and is there anybody in world overcomers that can give God your best praise because God still knows your name look at somebody and tell him it's only a matter of time tell him it won't be long now 
before God does something that's about to blow your mind. I wish y'all would help me preach. Run to three people and tell them it won't be long now. You've suffered your season where people thought that it was over. You've been labeled and you've been identified. But God sent me to tell you that he's about to blow your mind. Y'all got to excuse me, but can you bother your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, the Lord sent me to tell you that somebody's looking for you. Before you get home, you're going to discover in your email that somebody was looking for you. I'm prophesying and y'all ain't receiving it. But look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, when you get to work next week, you're going to know that somebody was talking about you. Because God is about to reward you publicly for every place that you've suffered privately. Look at somebody and tell them, take a picture of me. Because where I am right now, I won't be here much longer. I'm in my Lodabar season. But I came to tell somebody in World Overcomers, there's a table with your name on it. Look at your neighbor and tell them, oh neighbor, no, you got to put your preaching voice on. Tell them, oh neighbor, y'all better help me feel like I'm at the river. Grab your neighbor by the hand. Look them eyeball to eyeball and say, oh neighbor, God is getting ready to lift you to a whole nother level. If you think that 2022 was something, look at your neighbor and tell him you ain't seen nothing yet. Can we have a little church world overcome us? Run to five people and have five of them and tell them you ain't seen nothing yet. You've been looking at my feet, but I still got favor. Somebody ought to give God a praise because your favor is about to take you where your feet cannot take you. Somebody ought to give God a praise because favor is all over you. Run up and down your road. Have five somebody and tell them the favor of the Lord be all upon your life. Some of y'all still ain't moving. You got to get up in their face and tell them favor all over you. I speak favor to your finance, favor to your family, favor over your business, favor over your schooling. Look at somebody and tell them favor. As a matter of fact, if you ain't got favor, you can get up and move your seat. But everybody on this row has nothing but favor all over them. As a matter of fact, get out of them chairs. Walk around around in this room. Find somebody and tell them you look like somebody that's got favor all over you. Look at somebody and tell them get ready for God to put it up under the table. Can I tell you something? Everything that's not like God, everything that don't give God glory, he's about to put it up under the table. Somebody ought to give God a shout of praise. No, I said, well, overcomers, give them a shout of praise. Look at somebody and tell them you ain't seen nothing yet. If you think what God is about to do in Victory Park, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because it all flows from the head. 
I see y'all don't know where to shout. Look at somebody and tell them the oil flows from the head. And what's about to happen in this house? Prophesy to your neighbor and tell them it's about to hit your house. Y'all still ain't giving them praise. I said run to somebody and prophesy to them that the favor of the Lord. Look at somebody and tell them I'd rather favor than a good credit score. Tell them I'd rather favor than a PhD. Tell them I'd rather favor than anything else. I'd rather favor than money because your favor is about to do what your money couldn't do. Give me just a little bit in the house. Look at somebody and tell them, be healed. Y'all better help me preach. Tell them, be delivered. Tell them, be set free. Now give them a praise like favor did it. Give them a praise like even in spite of your damage, in spite of your trauma, in spite of your delivery. Tell them, I still got a destiny. You need to lift up a praise in here and make the devil a liar. And tell them, after all I've been through, I still got a praise. Y'all ain't helping me tell somebody after all I've been through. Broken feet and all, I still gotta praise. Because when praises go up, I'm just trying to see where the praises are. Tell somebody when praises go up. Some of y'all acting like you don't take all of that. But when you've been dropped, when you've been damaged, and when you've been deformed, and God still got a seat at the table, you'll pick up and run around this joker. You'll pick them up and put them down. Because if it had not been for the Lord God on my side, I'm just trying to see where the praise Tell me where would I be? Look at somebody and tell them everything that I got. Tell them God gave it to me. This table that you see me sitting at, if it wasn't for the grace of God, I would be somewhere out of my mind. But because he kept me in perfect peace, yes, somebody needs to run with her. Look at somebody and tell them he kept me in perfect peace. When I kept my heart in mind, stayed on him, somebody give him a shout of praise. Somebody needs to come dance with her. Somebody needs to come praise with her. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, I need a praise partner. Somebody that can handle my table. Somebody that ain't jealous of my anointing. Somebody that can praise God. Because after all I've been through, I need somebody to celebrate with me. Well, I'm come us put those hands together. Woo! Come on, put them together. Woo! Come on, baby, find you a praise partner. Put those sanctified hands together and let's praise God for every place that the enemy tried to plant you. It was a place that God was trying to prosper you. And because of this, we give him praise.
Come on, put those sanctified hands together. Come on, I got a few more minutes, and I need you to use those minutes to give Him praise. Come on, I need you to use those minutes to say where I've been is not where I'm designed to stay. I will not be stuck here, but I'm getting up out of this place. And if I gotta lift my hands to leave, I'll lift my hands to leave. If I gotta lift up my voice, and if I gotta leap, I'll leap. But I'm getting up out of this place. Somebody give them a shout. Come on, we get ready to go. Come on, worship team. Now come on, put your praise in the room. Come on, you can do better than that. Put your praise in the room. Come on, you can do better than that. Put your praise in the room. You'll still be stuck in Lodabar, but look at God. Here you are today. Put your praise in the room. This part ain't for everybody, but this is for somebody that's glad that God got favor over your feet and you need to put a real praise in the atmosphere. Amen. Ooh, it's good to be in this place today. It's good to be here today. Everybody hear me. Don't let your brokenness define you. Let it earmark you. Know that in the sovereignty of God, his permissive will allowed the pain. And when you learn how to bless God at all times. 
I know it's so easy to bless them when things are going right, but it's when things are going bad that you really need to focus on the fact that he's father and that he's faithful. Can I tell you that some of the things that you believe were going to get you there were never designed to get you there? It's the trials and the tragedies and the traumas of life that give us trajectory in life. And so praise God for the stuff that you've been through. That's how your blessings will know you. It will know you by your wounds. I close with this and I want you all to know everybody always asks me theologically, how do we know the Antichrist? Very simple. Most people in the body of Christ, they have fathomed, fathomed him to be some fairy tale like figure. And I tell people, if you want to understand the Antichrist, you must understand the Christ. Very simple. They do the same, they look the same. Here's the only difference. Christ has wounds. The Antichrist doesn't. Yeah. You know why? Because the Antichrist is so selfish he can never sacrifice. He does the same things, he just does them for his own personal agenda. And so whenever you want to discern a demon, just look at not only what they do, but how they do. Demons do the same thing. They just can't do it sacrificially. So I believe that I'm in the midst of some sacrificial saints. Some people that don't mind paying the price of admission to get where God wants to take you. And whatever it costs, it's worth the price. Can you just hug somebody and tell them it's going to be worth it? It's going to be worth it. Yeah, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And I just want you to know today it's going to be worth it. Whatever you had to go through, whatever you've endured, the drops, the damage, and the deformity, it's going to be worth it. Amen. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Find somebody else. Can you just hug somebody else and tell them it's going to be worth it? Amen. It's going to be worth it. Amen. It's going to be worth it. The wounds always make it worth it. Amen. God has things in mind for us just because we endure it like good soldiers. And so praise God. Everybody, please hear me. And I want everybody to get this. Amen. I want everybody to get this. Again, I said it with a little levity, but I mean it in all sincerity. I count it such an honor and such a privilege just to hear your pastor's voice. And when he calls me, it, it, it just amazes me. I so honor and respect uh, your man of God. And how befitting it is that we would be here with you today. Uh, the River Church will be closing on its new property in two weeks. And so say this to you world overcomers you inspire us to be great when I look at the trajectory of this ministry and when I look at where your man and woman of God has taken it 
it inspires me to dig deeper and to do more. And so thank you for being the catalyst for our community. And thank you for being mindful that you have a responsibility to all of us. And I pray that you carry that mantle. And I pray that you are mindful of that responsibility as community stakeholders and the leaders of our community. You have such a responsibility here. And those of us who are watching you and championing you and celebrating and cheerleading you, we're doing because of you. You're paving a way for us. You're carving a path. And I unapologetically and unashamedly say that it's the genius and the brilliance that we see emanating from World Overcomers Church that inspires us to do exploits. And so we're going to keep up our end. Y'all keep up y'all end. And together our city will be saved. It will be safe. And it'll be better because we are. I want to challenge you today. Keep carving your path. Please keep daring to be great. It won't be missed, but if you miss being a part of Victory Park, you will have missed so much. Generational legacy and inheritance, things that will be transferred and translated onto the next generation. That's in your hands right now. You are the caregivers for tomorrow. I know that so many people get lost in building projects and they really believe that, oh man, that's a badge of honor for the leader. Where do you get that from? It's a deliverable to you. And when you have leadership that's mindful of you, I mean, your man of God is known throughout the length and breadth of this world as one of the greatest leaders on the planet already. So he's not doing this for a badge of glory or a badge of honor. If he were after that, he already has that. Let's build something for you and build something for us, for the kingdom. I want to share with you, and I got to go. I'm right at my time. Your pastor and I were doing a homegoing celebration together in Duke's Chapel. And we stood there and we shared what to me was a very special and sacred and intimate moment. As we stood looking at the greatness and the grandeur and the glory that emanates from that structure, we held each other accountable in that moment that we would leave something in the earth that said that Jesus Christ of a certainty is Lord. What the River Church will accomplish will be something epic. But what you will accomplish will be something that will be etched in the annals of time. Generations to come will know that Jesus Christ is Lord because of Victory Park. Today what I want you to do 
I want you to join me. I see you guys are going to have one of my brothers and my good friends, Bishop Joe Tudman. You need to be here for your revival. He is one of God's greatest preachers, and he's going to be in your church. As your church is responsible for bringing some of the greatest voices in the kingdom to our community, again, I want you to understand how vitally important your commitment, your contribution is to the establishment of this work. And so I want to always be vested in good ground. Whenever I come here, I really don't come to receive. I come to give and to learn. And that's what I want us to do today. I want every person in this place that's committed to the Mephibosheths, that's committed to the people in our community who have been broken, who need an icon that stands as a beacon light that says to our youth, there's still a reason and there's still a hope. Just buried a young man, 21, right before that, we buried a young girl, 14 years old. I have a responsibility to add something in the earth that says that Jesus Christ is Lord and you have the same. So what I want every person in this room because we are kingdom-minded people and because I know the teachings of your pastors, I know that you'll own this responsibility today. What matters more than anything is that we leave with seed growing in the ground, kingdom seed. Seed that says that we're conscious of those who have been through broken places and damage has been done to them. They need a table. They need something that says that gets better than this. So what I need you to do is I need you to stand with me today. I need you to stand with me saying that we're going to make our city a better place. And so this is what I need every person in this room to do. And I'm not going to do the typical preacher thing. I have no number to give you. I just have an ask of you. And that is, let your seed reflect and represent your care and your concern for our community. And I want you to give today like your seed is the reason that this work is going to be erected and established in the earth. And every time somebody drives by, they will see a certainty that Jesus Christ is Lord. What a message we can give. Greater than marching, greater than tearing up our community, we have an opportunity today to make a statement that Durham needs World Overcomers Church. We need you. Every person in this place is going to make a commitment today to give from your heart, to give to Victory Park and to say that my seed seals it says that I'm going to be a part of something that will last until Jesus comes and gathers us all and we live throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity together in glory. If I'm talking to you today, I want you to get that seed in your hand. I want you to quickly make your way to this altar. Quickly, quickly, quickly. 
quickly. Every person in this room, come on, quickly, 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 quickly. That's all you are. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Come on, quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly. Every person, every person, get that seat. Come quickly, quickly. Every person watching me by way of streaming, I need you to participate. I need you to get seated in the ground. Amen. I need you to get seated. Come on, quickly, quickly. Come on, quickly. Some of you think I got to have a big seed. I don't have to have a big seed. I just need to get my best seed. I need to get a seed that says that I'm mindful. Just come. Just come from wherever you are. Come from wherever you are. Come. 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 Keep coming, keep coming. Yeah, keep coming. Some of you need to do this for your children. Some of you need to do this for your grandchildren. Yeah. Come, come, come. Come. Thank you for caring. Thank you for your concern. Thank you for being vested. Thank you for knowing that the work of the kingdom still matters. Yeah. Yeah, keep coming, keep coming. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for knowing that what the, the church is doing is still needed and is still necessary. Keep coming, keep coming. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. One more time, you are the way. Keep coming. The quicker we do this, the sooner we can go. The sooner we do this, the sooner we can go. Amen. Amen. Everyone standing at this altar, please lift your hands. If you're sowing from your seat, just stand. I want to speak blessings over you. Father, I thank you for every place that we've been dropped, every place we've been damaged, every place we've been deformed. We got evidence. We've got excuses. We got reasons. And sometimes we even feel like we got a right to just stay stuck where we are. But God, today we're mindful that our momentum is in our favor, not in our feet. And everything that has been assigned to us is still assigned and nothing has missed us. We're right where we're supposed to be. We're exactly where we need to be. And Father, we're going in this grace and we're going in this favor today. I speak abundant blessings upon every person sowing into the kingdom today. I declare and decree that blessings are assigned to them and they're overtaking them. And God, I thank you that today we come in just to inspire and uplift and just to ignite the faith of your people. Father, we're going forward in this confidence and in this strength, declaring and decreeing these things done in Jesus Christ's holy and righteous name. We pray and ask it all. Every believer of God shouted, it is so. 
Amen. Let's receive Pastor Tiger. Listen, before you leave, the pastors are here. And we want to do something for you this morning. If you need prayer, we want you to come. If you need prayer, the pastors and elders, we will pray with you. Because you know what? Bishop just preached a message about us getting out and coming out. And sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do. But today we will stand in faith with you and we'll believe God. That's right, man. You here? We'll pray with you. Pastor Tony's right here. He'll pray right with you. That's right. Elder Ray's right. We'll pray with you. Yeah, we want you to know that we are standing in faith with you this morning. Whatever you have need of. Yeah, you might not know how to get out of it. No problem. We're going to pray with you. We're going to pray with you. We're going to pray with you. That's right. Brokenhearted, we're going to pray with you. Disappointed, we're going to pray with you. Not understanding, we're going to pray with you this morning because we believe that miracles still happen. We believe that breakthrough still happens. We believe that deliverance can come from any form. Yep, y'all just come. We'll, we'll get you who you need. Y'all just come on. We're going to pray. We'll touch. We'll agree. Yeah? Y'all come on. We'll pray with you. Elder Patrick, come on over here. Come on over here and pray. That's right. We want to pray with you this morning. Whatever you have need of, our God is faithful. Our God is just. Our God can do anything. And this morning, we don't want you just to leave and not get what you came for. If you came for healing for your children, you come. We're going to pray with you that you get it. If you came for healing in your body, we're going to pray with you that you get it this morning. If you came for God to change things in your life, we're going to pray with you this morning that you get it. That you don't only leave off of a word, but you leave with some people who have faith and have connected with you. Yes, God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. God will do it. God will. We'll pray with you. We'll believe with you. We'll believe with you. We'll believe with you. We need prayer. We'll believe with you. If you're waiting, come on. They're ready. They're open here. Y'all, come on. We'll pray with you. We'll believe with you. We'll believe with you. We'll believe with you. We'll believe with you. We will believe with you. Yes, that's right. We're going to believe with you. Every need be met. Every door be open. Every way be made. Every broken place be made straight. Yes, hearts lifted, burdens lifted, bodies healed, 
We believe that for you this morning. We believe that for you this morning. As you're in the valley of decisions, we believe that this morning. That you'll get answers at the altar. That you'll get hope at the altar. That you'll receive deliverance at the altar. Yep, whatever you need, every matter of the heart. Every matter of the heart. Every matter of the heart. Yes, we believe God now. We believe God now. We believe God. We believe God. We believe God for you. Every matter of the heart, be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Receive your direction and be healed. Yes, be healed. Be healed. That's right. Whatever you have need of, we'll pray with you. Because we believe God. We really believe God. We really believe God. We really believe God. Yes, that's right. We have time for you. We have time for you. If you're online, just put your request in. We'll pray with you. We'll pray with you. Yes, I see you, Katie. You need prayer, we're praying for you right now in the name of Jesus. Sister Rose, we're praying for you right now. That whatever you need God to do, yes, I'm looking at your prayer requests as they come in. And we're praying with you on this Sunday morning. And by this time tomorrow, things would have changed for you. Teresa, we're praying for you now. Kia, we're praying for you now. Stephen, we're praying for your employment. For Stephen Smith, we believe God for you, man. And God will give you an offer that you won't be able to refuse. We believe God for you. We believe God for you this morning. Yes. Tanika, we're praying for you also. Carolyn, we're praying for you. Rocky, we're praying for you right now. That everything you stand in need of, that you'll get it. We're all standing. Those that are at the altar, we won't rush you, but those of you who are ready to be released. May the presence of the Almighty God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest with you and go with you. May the word that you heard today be life for you in days to come. Every place that you might have been dropped, may God allow you to experience victory moving forward. I believe that for all of you that are in the room and that are online today, this we declare in Jesus. As you're leaving, you're more than welcome to go, and those who are, we're praying with you will continue to pray. We believe God for you. Thank you, and we'll see you Wednesday night and Sunday morning.
Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church/podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.